Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. My son, he's six years old, and for whatever reason, he likes to pick the opposite team. And he's like, yeah, go Philly. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. You can say a lot of things in this household, but you cannot say that. All right? You yeah. cannot say that. Uh, just Philly, Philly. I mean, locals probably played in Philly. Philly's a different city, man. You, I respect them for the love and the passion, but nah, I ain't picking. I can't pick. Oh, yeah. Lofa's played in Philly. That was a big game. Yeah. I love playing Philly. They were good to me. <laughs> man, man. I got, fl- I got flicked off by a nun in, in Philly. Oh, it's real. Yeah. I'm like, Sister Margaret, excuse you, you know? <laughs> If you want to run uncut, yeah. unapologetic from the jump, yeah. and no politics in this club, just dirt from the streets and the creeks in the mud. Best podcast for the Seahawks, number one sports talk, yeah, we got it on live. Every episode, 12 hot takes, and we repping for Seattle, my place. It's the Take 12 Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I am lifelong Seahawk fan Brett Davern. He is Seahawk legend Lofa Tatupu. And joining us on this preview for the Commanders is Anthony Armstrong. NFL baller, wide receiver for Washington, the team that shall not be named. (laughs) It's like, what is that? Is that a Star Wars thing? What is that again? It's Harry Potter, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anthony, are they changing the name again? Uh, man, I don't know. I, at this point, I just I just say Washington. Yeah. Right? So whatever they do, as long as they don't go and like say, hey, we're going to be D.C. or Virginia now, I'm just going Washington. And if they do change, I'm going by color. So but either keep it Washington or keep it Burgundy and gold. That right. way I don't have to get too confused. But Lofa and Anthony and, and, and dear listeners, let me tell you all how dumb I am. Coming on to the air here while we're setting up. <laughs> Because everyone just calls it Washington now, Katie said and played wide receiver at Washington, and I'm so dumb, I started thinking about my Huskies. And I had to be like, no. And she's like, no, the team. And I said, what team? And she said, the team I can't name. And I was like, okay, fine. I understand now. (sighs) I wish I I I was good enough to go to Washington. They had some good football out there in Washington. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, sorry, Lofa, but uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, cause was it West Texas A&M, right? West Texas A&M, yes, indeed. Division how, how two football you, guy. Division two to the league. That And, you know, yeah. back, because we're around the same age, I'm a, little, a year older, but, you know, what was that like? And, you know, how did you end up at West Texas A&M if you, if you played in the league? May I tell you, I came out during a time where the receivers were crazy in Texas, the top like three out of the top five were in the state of Texas, Roy Williams, BJ Johnson, and, and Sloan Thomas. I was wow. not in their league. So I went D two and uh, was a fast guy. I ran a four, two and I bet on myself a few times. I, I went and played arena ball in Odessa for a season, uh, two seasons with the Dallas Desperados. And when that conglomerate from the Cowboys went to Miami, um, they still kept some of those names and they were like, yeah, we want to bring you in for a workout. And, I made the most of it. So I scaled the backside of the mountain to get to the league. Uh. I, I went the way that nobody has probably ever went and probably won't ever go and repeat because it was treacherous, but it was yeah. worth it. 
yeah, at the end of the day, you look back and you're like, man, that was a hell of a journey. That's an incredible no, story. I, I hear you, man. I mean, I, a lot of people don't know. They just remember me from Southern California with Pete Carroll. And we won Heisman's and you know, national championships. But I started off at University of Maine because in high school, I played quarterback and linebacker. And all Division One wanted me to play quarterback. There's only like two or three schools, but I was like, ah, I don't see any 5'11 Samoan quarterbacks, but I see a lot of 5'11 linebackers in the NFL. And so yeah. I you took the, the path, let's travel. Yeah, right. It just trusted the heart. Oh, man. Look at this. We're, 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 we're bonding already, and I haven't even right, talked about Wiener Schnitzel yet. <laughs> <laughs> Unprecedented here on the show. Uh, the show is broadly, brought to you guys by Wiener Schnitzel. Two locations in Western Washington, one in Everett, one in Fife. Go in and mention the Take 12 podcast. Get an extra free hot dog with any other purchase. My goodness, what a time. And also, um, I think, Katie, are we ramping up towards the – can I even mention the – okay, we'll keep that for a different episode. All right, moving on. Sorry about that. I like little to plan things out a little bit more. Okay. I like surprises. All right, well, that's why I had to – you know, I got to get the look from across yeah. the room. All right, yeah. okay. Um, moving on, guys, we got a game coming up this weekend. Seahawks v. Commanders. The Commanders are coming to Seattle. Seattle is reeling off of what we saw in Baltimore. Um, Anthony, uh, start with you because, um, you know, introduce us to this Commanders team. Who's coming to Seattle this year for you guys, and, and what are we in store for here? Man, I tell you, the this Commanders team has been a different version just about every single week this year they, they were able to put together a repeat performance against philly um generally they play up or down to their opponents and, and playing down to your opponents as lofa will will be able to agree with is not a good thing you don't want to play down to somebody because that's how you get beat on thursday night football against chicago but these past couple yeah. of weeks you've gotten an inspired commander's team um it, it it's frustrating that they have to go you know be uh, 500 after playing some tough teams to finally try to wake up. But I, I like what I see on offense, making that big change on defense, sending Montez Sweat to Chicago, sending uh, Chase Young out to San Francisco. You know, I think those are big plays and big moves that you had to do to, to get people to understand, like, hey, this is a business. We mm -hmm. need to make results, and, and we're going to commit to what we have in this building right now. I think that's what threw me for a loop was shipping off your two best players and then seeing them still play inspired ball. Um, yeah. So who are the leaders on the team? Um, I've been impressed with how, but just from your opinion, who's really taken that void? We're talking about two of the best pass rushers in the game right now. And, yeah. and you just ship them off. That kind of sends the signal of rebuilding. So I just, in your opinion, who are the leaders on this team? You know, the offensively, you're looking at Terry McLaurin. I mean, what he says and how he handles himself is is second to none. And when you look at the fact that he is your receiver one, but he's the lowest target, you know, number number one receiver in the NFL, uh, you would normally think he's going to be trying to find a way to be a, a squeaky wheel and get the ball thrown his way more. But that's not the type of guy he he is. Uh, he understands that there are playmakers across that offense. And, and last week, Sam Howell hit nine different receivers and four of them had over four receptions. So the way that this offense works is that they're going to get the ball to multiple players. And if Terry's patient, he's going to get his shots. Uh, so he's a big leader. John Allen is a guy that's a big leader. Um, but, you know, when you, when you send off Chase and Montez, it had a lot of people scratching their heads. And frankly, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all because you're not tied up in those contracts. I mean, Montez made over $100 million in Chicago. And I'm glad that Washington doesn't have to hold that bag. 
They mm. can move forward with with uh, rookies like KJ Henry and see what you know Aaron Jones can do as well. See what Casey Tuhill can do. And now you're gonna get to see a team type of defense. And as long as it tightens some things up in the secondary, they won't have to worry about too much going against uh, Seattle because there's a dangerous trio of receivers over there as well. Well, yeah, uh, I want to stick on your offensive side of the ball, though. How's your running game? Because we couldn't stop anybody in Baltimore. Man, man, I tell you, the running game is is not something that Eric Benjamin really does. Everybody, and I'm myself included, has said, hey, run the ball some more. But the way he plays calls is he He's an aggressive pass-first guy. When you look back at the, the, the statistics in Kansas City, didn't run the ball that often. Washington ran the ball for more yards last year than Kansas City did. So huh. you may think, oh, it's Patrick Mahomes, but, hey, you got uh, Sam Howell throwing the ball 45 times a game. I think the key with Washington's offense is that they have to be able to capitalize on those plays and find themselves in favorable down and distances so that they can run the ball. I would love to see more Brian Robinson. I think that he is a dynamic runner, and I like how they're using Antonio Gibson now out on the edges. So the short passing game is is an, an is extension of the running game for Washington. Sure, sure, sure. I kind of like that, though, Lofa, because we've been getting after quarterbacks lately. I mean, we're still number one in sacks, I believe, even after last week, um, putting, in, putting in some more work in the offense's backfield. And so, like, if they're going to throw a lot, I kind of like that against our pass rush lately, right? I mean, I would against our pass rush, but the number of receivers they have, and you can see Ant yeah, smiling right now. I know. McLaurin, Dotson, that's that's the guy I'm most scared of, Jahan Dotson. Like, I don't think anybody ever, you know, pays him the respect he's due. Um, that guy, he could do he could do it all. I picked and him up then, on the waivers last week. I showed him some respect. See, I know. did. Yeah, you know. I got him. Oh, no, um, but you just reminded me. I got him now for this week. Uh-oh. Yeah. And, you know, and then you got um, – Samuels, I don't know if he's healthy, but um, and then Pringle, Brown, Logan, Thomas at tight end. There's no shortage, so that's why each he's spreading the ball around to everybody because it's hard. You can't stop them all. That's the biggest thing. And then I still have nightmares of because I'm a defensive guy. When it was probably three or four years ago, Antonio Gibson took a screen pass against Buffalo and left everybody 75 yards, and it was one of the most insane plays I've ever seen. Catch and run. Um, and then in Brian Robinson. So those checkdowns are lethal too with those guys. So yeah, hopefully the pass rush does, you know, show up big because it, we got our hands full in the secondary. Well, we, we got a secondary though too. I mean, come on spoon, uh, right. Jamal's yeah. playing Woolen, good. Trey Brown. Yep. yep Absolutely. But it, I don't know, like we're lucky we don't have to commit an extra defender down in the box on against the run if they don't run it that much. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how about your defense, Anthony? I mean, what's the Seahawks offense going to be looking at? I mean, Lofa, they're going to be looking to get right this week after oh, what happened to. last week. And I'll let Ant go. I mean, Anthony, you mentioned right. you mentioned our receivers already. You can talk about them some more. Um, they want to yeah. be the best room in the league, and they need to step up, especially after last week. You know, one unfortunate, consistent thing that has happened this year for the Commanders is that they have been the starting point for a lot of teams to get on the right track. Um, Be it the Buffalo Bills defense finally getting off the schneid for sacks and having six against Sam Howell and the crew. Uh, Teams have found a way to do that. A.J. Brown has had over 250 yards uh, himself against the Commanders. Like He's had a hell of five season, and, and it's happened time and time again. We do not need that to happen this week. And it's, it's, a, it's almost a pick-your-poison type of a situation. It's like, do you want DK Metcalf to do it, like Hulk running around there, or do you want 
uh, you know, the Flash and Tyler Lockett to be getting behind your defense and then your switchblade uh, of, of Jackson Smith with Jigba. Like, he can do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to pick your poison. But the, the position that I always worry about is, is that linebacker core. You know, you're seeing Kaliki Hudson work his way into the lineup. He brings more athleticism in place of Cody Barton. Uh, so I always have to pay attention to tight ends like Noah Fant. Is he going to wake up this week? Kyle Pitts had a good game, you know, so tight ends find a way to get open against this uh, linebacking court. Well, also Bobo could be a big Bobo game, Lofa, Bobo Mojo here in Seattle. Yeah, I don't, Let's go. I don't know if you've heard of our undrafted free agent. He's like 6'5", 6'6", uh, ran a 4'9", He's probably the first <laughs> receiver I ever had a better 40 than. Oh, but wow. the but he knows, and he knows how to find blind spots and turn defenders. And then he's just got such a long, a large catch radius because of his size and length um, that he's found a way to pull away from guys. You know, on a go route, it's crazy. Um, it, it's wild to see. He's got so, game yeah, speed. We're gonna need more. We yeah, call that game speed. Game speed. We call yeah. it game speed around. That's here. right. Uh, I, don't need, I don't need Bobo going crazy, though. Yeah. Well, Bobo how, back to DK though for a second because you mentioned AJ Brown. Um, DK and AJ went to the same college. I'm sure DK knows what AJ did. I hope DK wants to do what AJ did, if not better. Right, Lofa? How about some motivation for the big guy? Not that he needs yeah, any extra, hopefully. but you know. No, but hopefully, you know, college teammates, um, hopefully they're sharing notes on, oh, yeah. you know, how defenders play them. You know, the, the like AJ freak of nature, just like DK. And I mean, there was a couple like they were heavily contested throws or, or catches and he just works his way back to the ball and then carries a guy into the end zone, um, you know, much like we've seen yeah. DK do. So um, that is a matchup I think we're, we're looking to exploit is, is the secondary and our receiver because we, we do have an edge there. Well, and he only had the one catch uh, last week, albeit for 50 yards, but only the one catch. So hopefully some more for DK this week. Um, Anthony, how about your run defense? And then Lofa, we've got to stick to the run and run the ball, but be effective running it because, you know, they that's the thing. <laughs> it's not only do you have to run it, but you got to be effective running it. So, I mean, who wants to start? Lofa, uh, we've talked about the consistency. Anthony, why don't you tell us about the run defense for the Commanders? You know, you're led by John Allen and Deron Payne, and those are the, the two big Bama uh, defensive tackles. Switch to the other side because he's always disrupting plays, and it's a great thing to see. And I, mean, I think the big question mark is how are the edges going to ha- hold up against this run? I mean, you got got some hellified walk uh, walkers, you got some hellified runners out there in Seattle. Kenneth Walker being one of those, mm-hmm. um, getting the run game going it will definitely help what what you, what Seattle's trying to do, and that's going to make Cam Curl get more involved. And then you're going to have to deal with play action passes and seeing Tyler Lockett run all over in that backfield. So, the how the linebackers are able to fill and how are they going to be able to handle the physical running game is going to be something to pay attention to because, yeah, I got to see Jamin Davis. He does a great job covering running backs out in space. He's really shut the game down two times this year with some big pass defenses, uh, but how are you going to take on blocks against big guards, big fullbacks that are trying to put their hands on you within within the space of the running game? That's, oh, that's a big thing to pay attention to. It's a big one. It's a big one this Sunday, everybody. Uh, if you're going to the game, get there early. You know, let's get some tailgating going. It's an afternoon game, but try to you know, let's get lathered up a little bit before we get in there. The, the team needs to hear you this weekend. We need to, we need to bounce back. Um, if you want to go to the game or if you're looking to go to the game uh, by winning a contest, we would have 
that for you guys. It, it comes from our sponsor, EpicSeats.com. If you're looking for seats to the game, you want to go purchase those, go to EpicSeats.com. Use our sponsor. Mention the Take 12 podcast and take 12% off when you spend more than 100 bucks. And uh, if you're buying you know, a pack of tickets, it'll probably be north of 100 bucks. So why not get 12% off with us? And then if you're holding on to seats, maybe for some reason you can't use them, I don't know why. Something came up in your life that's more important Kids than this game. I don't football, know what it would be. <laughs> like I've been doing for the last seven yeah. weeks. Yeah. If you want to offload your tickets, you can also do that with our sponsor, EpicSeats.com. Uh, let them sell the tickets for you and 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 be your guide through that. Mention Take 12, and you get an extra $12 per ticket that you sell with Epic Seats. EpicSeats.com. Nobody beats... Epic seats. And uh, this week we've got tickets to the game. Two tickets. You guys can win those. How do they win those, producer, producer Katie? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I choked on my social media what? Yeah. Oh, contest. Lofa, you're going to do something on there? I will, I will run a contest. Okay, all right. We'll have a contest of some kind. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. Check out our social media. We'll, we'll be all over it. If you want to win tickets, you can do that. Um, you guys, we need to predict the score of this game. We got to look into our crystal balls here. And Katie, that's not funny. Stop giggling. Um, <laughs> we got to predict the outcome of this thing. Uh, our official score prediction challenge is brought to you by our friends at simplyseattle.com. You guys can go find that post on our social media. Predict the score below it and who you think will win. And if you nail the score prediction right on, we put your name in a hat with all the other people who nailed it, and then we'll pull out a winner. The pot right now is up to 50 bucks. 50 bucks. You get a $50 gift card from our friends at Simply Seattle. We add $25 per week if nobody nails it. Uh, Lofa, Anthony, how do you see this thing shaping up score-wise? Score perspective, score-wise. What am I? I'm Anthony, rambling. Yeah, guest has honors. <laughs> oh, I got the honors. Okay, cool. I'm furthest away. From the pen, so that means I'm up. I'm going to go take it back to 2011. This was a historic day. Uh, Washington made a trip all the way across the country to Seattle uh -oh. and played up there in Seattle. And, and yours truly had himself a touchdown over Brandon Browner, left end zone. That was the loudest stadium I've ever been in, but they got quiet quickly. <laughs> Washington will get this one handled on the road. I think Jahan Dotson will uh, make you feel right, Lofa. Just understand yeah. that he's a, he's a silent assassin. He'll have himself a big touchdown. 23-17, give me those commanders handling Man, out there in Starbucks. I like that for my fantasy team, but I don't like that for my team, my real team, I root for, for sure. <laughs> Lofa? Yeah, I don't know what they got the over-under set at this one. And, you know, we have been playing good defense, up, you know, as of late, just uh, that little blemish last week. But... I see a high-scoring game here, and um, with both these offense, I think we get right, and I think you know they they continue on their strong streak, um, you know, putting up yards and points. So, give me the Hawks thirty-one, and Commanders twenty-seven. Okay. Ooh, a tight one though. All right. Yeah. The Commanders have been yeah. giving up thirty pretty frequently, so that thirty-one may not be wrong. All right. Let's go. May not be wrong. Um, Anthony brings up 2011, and uh, we all know that I don't take this segment too seriously when it comes to the scores. So I will say that the Seahawks will win this one 20 to 11. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully Ooh. the one commander touchdown 
goes to Dotson because I could use that on my fantasy team. How do you guys, you know, we got to take a break here, but I have a question for you guys on the other side about, about fantasy football because I don't know how I justify rooting sometimes or like my rooting interest when it comes to these things. Um, hold on. Let's take a quick break on the show. We will be right back on Take 12 after this word. All right, guys. So I asked you before the break, but I got to hey, – how do you guys – man, my loyalties get pulled sometimes. I got my real team, but I got my fantasy team. And then I got someone on my fantasy team who's playing against my real team. Doesn't, does that bug you guys as much as it bugs me? You know – Sometimes you're on the wrong side of the stick, man. And, mm. and you have to decide where are you trying to take this loss? Because I, I remember <laughs> when I was playing, uh-huh. when I was playing, I, I would put myself on, I started to pick myself up. Cause I was like, hey, <laughs> I'm yes. going gonna to start this week. I'm going to play. So I put myself in the game. That was obviously it was a free league. So there's nothing. Yeah, crazy no going insider on. trading. Don't try to come back. Okay. Um, but I also knew that for whatever reason, defenses would adjust the following week. So if I balled out that next week, I needed to start Santana. So I would bench myself, <laughs> right, for the sake of understanding that I'm trying to win, right? That's so, so, funny. Mm-hmm. so, so, Brett, if you got, if you just happen to have a little bit more than pride on the line in this league, maybe you need to go and play Jahan and just cheer for production but like i said maybe yeah. you just try to push for that oh, overall team victory. i get torn in two different directions lofa I, I mean people couldn't well could people pick individual defensive players no I, there I was, are some lucky, crazy yeah. leagues out there but not really i didn't i, I didn't get any leagues. of the, i didn't get any of the harassment that these because like, <laughs> they started adding defensive players so you know when people would jump online and be like i can't believe you didn't catch that i didn't get you know worry about a missed tackle that right everybody would just you know attack me um but yeah, I mean, like he said, like Ann said, you you gotta hope that your guy balls out, but not enough to like you know beat your team that you're actually cheering on and rooting for. And, yeah, no. Huh? And then if your guy doesn't play well, then you're like, okay, you know what? At least we won. Man, I I find it hard to even put players on my fantasy team that are in the division though, because then I'm like rooting for a niner or something. Yeah, well, that's uh, different. That just yeah, feels yeah, wrong. That's much different. different. I, I don't, I don't, I don't pick anybody from Philly. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love AJ Brown. He's had a hell of a season, but no, nah, I can't, I can't pick Philly. Like, you know, really? I, I played for Washington. I played for Washington. I played for Dallas, and and my son, he's six years old, and for whatever reason, he likes to pick the opposite team, and he's like, yeah, go Philly. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. You can say a lot of things in this household, but you cannot say that. <laughs> All right? You yeah. cannot say that. Uh, just Philly, Philly. I mean, Lopez probably played in Philly. Philly's a different city, man. You, I respect them for the love and the passion, but nah, I ain't picking. I can't pick. Oh them. yeah, Lopez played in Philly. That was a big game. Yeah, I love playing Philly. They were good to me. <laughs> man, man, I got fl- I got flicked off by a nun in in Philly. Oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Sister Margaret, excuse you, you know? <laughs> I'm like, wow. That's the one thing, he is, man. The one great thing about Philly, though, and their passion and everything, is they have it timed out. And, Brett, I think I've told this before, but we um, we were coming out of the, the tunnel, and I was like, hey, we're getting introduced to the defense. And, like, the PA announced, he's like, the hell you are, man. <laughs> You're going one at a time. And so, as they say, like, middle linebacker from Southern California, Lofa to Tupu, the crowd – 
goes socks <laughs> <laughs> it's in unison and it's beautiful and you're just kind of like wow this this is awesome like, yeah. it's, it's a real atmosphere man oh yeah that's man the home field advantage right mm -hmm. that's home field yep. i mean hell y'all yeah y'all are in seattle you know all about home field advantage like yeah. I, I think i'll say that we didn't mention this at all that is one thing that i forgot to think about as a young quarterback going on the road is how are you going to handle that like you literally cannot hear somebody that is 12, 12 inches away from you on the sideline, let alone trying to communicate through an offense, what the protections are, who's the mic, you know what I mean? That could mm -hmm. be something that really shows up. And if, if the, if the 12 are loud, like they are known to be, mm -hmm. that could cause a lot, a lot of havoc for Sam Howell and that crew. Mm -hmm. Oh, for yeah. sure. And then you said oh, 2011, you guys, you guys defeated us. And then what was it? Uh, 2017 um yeah i think that you guys got the best of us too so hopefully third yeah. time's a charm for us <laughs> hopefully not every now and again my mentions blow up and that's what happens they're like hey washington's going to seattle remember when i'm like hell yeah i do <laughs> hell yeah i do i don't know um, i don't man. i don't really have a next question or anything i'm just listening to you guys talk just enjoying it hey. um katie it's we have any more to bills to pay around here or anything delta airlines Delta Airlines, hit us with some Delta, Katie. Oh, well, let's talk about Delta 12 status. Absolutely. Uh, 12s can earn one mile for every Seahawks passing yard this season with 12 status. Sign up sign up, and start earning miles at 12status.com. Uh, this season, the 2023-2024, uh, 12 status members uh, got an extra 115,000 miles oh, total. Oh, wow. That's the total number. Whoa, so look at that. It's a lot. It's All a right. lot of miles. So go cool. go to twelve status dot com uh, and check out and see if you can uh, sign up and if you're eligible. Make sure you sign do. up today, everybody, and uh, check out the Believe in Commanders podcast with Anthony and his co-host Brian Murphy. They're part of the Believe Network, spelled our way, Lofa. B L E A V. <laughs> he's like he's uh, Pavlov's. <laughs> Pavlovian believe dog around here. <laughs> uh, yeah, B L E A V in Commanders and check out what they're doing over there. Also, you guys can find Anthony on social media at Rated Armstrong out there doing his thing and doing it, doing it well. Um, Katie, anything else before we get out of here today? Uh -uh. You guys got anything else you're looking at around the league I, this weekend as well, the theme was, song plays? I was just looking at the Delta 12 status mm -hmm. and then, you know, the miles for every. You know, I, I got Gino going for 400 yards this week. Take that, Ant. And so 300 <laughs> miles, 397 miles south of us, you can fly to Mount Shasta, California, Ooh. if you'd like. There you Never go. Never been there, but I might I might check it out after Gino goes for 400. I like calculating where you can go in <laughs> Gino Smith stats. <laughs> it's nice. That ain't bad. Yeah, that ain't bad. I can't. Cool. I can't. I can't get mad at that. <laughs> well, I hope Sam throws a five hundred so they can pay for their trip across. Oh there. no! Oh no! That? Now see, with this talk going on, it makes me want to start like a friendly wager between the shows or something like that. What could we? You know, you come up with some. You know what? We'll come up with some. Yeah. What, what do you think? Yeah, there you go. No, I mean we do. We need to do it right now. I think it has to be binding. Oh gosh! Come on oh, now. Goodness. Oh gosh! Do you guys ever get some food stuff? Do you guys ever get some food? We'll send you some smoke. Did you guys ever get friendly stuff going with guys in the other locker room? Like, let's say maybe you knew them or went to college or your buddies, but hey, you ended up on opposing teams. 
I didn't talk know. to anybody on game week. <laughs> I, 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 don't, honestly, I don't give a damn if it was my roommate from college. Hey, I feel I feel you on that loafer. Like I, I, right now, when I see, and I sound like an old player, but when I see all the, every single week it's a jersey exchange. Jersey, yeah. Get the heck, get get out of here. Not every week. Like at some point, you do not like that other team. You know what I'm saying? I just got drugged across the field for 60 minutes or four hours on TV. And I got to go over here and hug you and smile. Nah, man, let me go walk, shower up and get up out of here. Like, took a lot of L's in Washington. So I wasn't hanging around to talk to anybody. There were a couple of D2 guys that I that I met later on in my career that I you know, took some pictures with. But nah. You hear that, Katie? Stuff over here, no friendly wagers in the league. But since, you, since, no, 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 since no, no, we're there, out of the league. There would be. Oh, okay. You There would be. You would get people that, like, if, if their colleges were playing each other. Right? Oh, okay. So okay. if USC was playing at Oregon, and they'd say, "All right, you got to wear my shirt in the yeah. locker room oh, and take a shit. picture," that Just type of stuff. Of horrible. Since we're foodies around a horrible here, horrible story. I think we go. I think we <laughs> go like salmon for crab cakes, or something like that. We, right? And They're up there. And, check this out. When we lost the national championship to Texas, so me and Dee Lewis, we we bet on that game, and it was you have to wear and then do like fifty push-ups on the spot. My arms were fucking tired after that week. But I go into, and we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. The first meeting of the two-week prep, I'm in the front row in burnt fucking orange. Everybody's oh. in the team-issued booth. Oh, no. And Mike Holmgren walks in, and he went to SC just like I did. And so he goes, well, I guess I don't have to ask who won last night. And fucking, I'm just sitting there in burnt orange, dude. It was the worst. A whole week. I had to wear that shit. All right, all right, all right. I love it. Oh, don't even start, Brett. <laughs> Seeing McConaughey, like like he played for the fucking team in the middle of the goddamn field. The Uh-oh. minister. I triggered Get him. Get out of Uh-oh, here, he's McConaughey. Triggered. Oh, no, look out. The minister. I, I won $100 on that game, man. I was in college, and we had some, some cats from, from, from L.A., and there was oh, a big man. old swole cat. And I was like, man, it was literally half the football team was like, man, Texas is going to win. And we were cheering in Canyon, Texas when that happened. So I'm sorry, Lofa, that you had to rock that burnt orange. But I, I, that was a good day. That's <laughs> brutal. That's the end of the show, everybody. <laughs> Thank you to Wiener Schnitzel. Thank you to Delta. Thank you to Epic Seats, Simply Seattle, and the rest. Go enter the contest. Enjoy the game this weekend. Guys, hands up, hands in the middle. Good episode. Let's wrap it up. Lofa, Anthony, who wants to take this one? What do the receivers break it down to? Let's do a receiver breakdown. I think oh, receivers man. are going to have a big day. Get busy on three. That's what we say at receivers. Get yes. busy on three. Ready? One, two, three. Get busy. Get busy. Get busy. Yeah. I like that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.